Hello, friends. This is the Neatarts Friends Church podcast. We are Jesus people, Kingdom of God people, welcoming, yearning, sharing. And we're glad you're connecting here with us. We'd love to connect in person as well. If you're inclined to support this podcast or for more information, just hop on over to neatartsfriends.org. That's neatartsfriends.org. Let's jump into today's sermon. Hello, friends. Last week, we wrapped up our series going through the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And so today, it's the Body Life series. 1 Corinthians 12 says, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. The head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. Now, y'all are the body of Christ. Each one of you is a part of it. So 1 Corinthians is saying, we need you and you need us. And in order for Jesus to really show up in this world, I can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. Somehow we do it together. We together are the body of Christ. I wouldn't hardly call what we are about to do for the next, oh, five to seven Sundays Um, I wouldn't call this a sermon series at all, or very much, uh, because there won't be much sermon to it. There will be a few sermonettes. But what we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to be creating a Neatarts Friends Church resource directory, Um, a, a document that we can use to just practically share our resources, what we have with one another in a more active way. And that's going to be a part of what we'll be doing. And then the other part of what we will be doing, uh, I will have folks joining me at our worship gatherings, folks from our church family up front, and we're going to have get-to-know-you interviews. And so these are going to be very much in-person events. There's not a good way to translate what we're going to be doing into a podcast. And so uh, today I'm going to be telling you about the Neatarts Friends Church directory, but I'm also telling you if you're catching this on the podcast, consider this your invitation to come and join us and see what we're doing and be a part of it. these, I'm really excited for these interviews, and I'm really excited for this Neatarts Friends Church sharing directory. So with that said, let's jump in today to this Neatarts Friends Church directory. Um, what, what is this thing? And just a bit about why we're even doing this. So the society we live in is not organized around sharing things. We live in a world that's organized around ownership 
and consumerism and individualism. It's your flavor, your choice. Everyone is trying to build a life for themselves. And so everyone has their own projects going. They have their own schedules going, their own life, and it's their own unique flavor. And the world around them says in a million different ways, you are responsible for your own life. You determine your own reality. You choose your own experiences. You choose your destiny. Everyone has to earn their own keep. And what you own is a reflection of what you've earned, what is yours. And so with those kinds of messages swirling all around us, that translates into all of us buying a bunch of stuff that a lot of it we hardly ever use. But we might want to use it every once in a while. And so we store that stuff in a garage or a shed or a pantry or an attic or a closet. For a lot of people, it really doesn't matter if they know someone who has the same thing stored in their garage as what they need. Uh, it doesn't matter if they know someone who only uses that thing once or twice a year. That doesn't matter because that thing belongs to them. It's ownership. And so we all know the narrative. It's those people are responsible for their life, and I am responsible for my life. They have to earn their own way. I have to earn my own way. So if I want or need one of whatever it is, well, I'm going to have to go buy it for myself. I'm going to have to go get my own thing. And so we all end up with homes full of things that we hardly ever use, but we might use every once in a while. And we're not ready to get rid of all that stuff. And so there it sits. It isn't easy asking for help. And when you create a sharing directory, let's just say right up front, uh, asking someone to share something with you feels like asking for help. And it's not easy asking for help in a world with this narrative, you are responsible for your own life. You determine your reality. You choose your experiences. You choose your destiny. It's not easy to ask for help. A lot of people, when they ask for help, they feel like they're admitting that they are weak and incapable and irresponsible and needy. And that doesn't feel good to admit that. That hurts your ego and your dignity. And no one wants to feel like that. And on top of that, we live in a world organized around this kind of unwritten rule, social rule of reciprocity. It's tit for tat. It's, well, if you do something for me, now uh, I have to do something for you. And, uh, you know, you, you give me a favor, I give you a favor. So if you give me a ride, I should probably come rake your leaves. And if you pick up my mail, I should probably uh, bake you a batch of cookies. And it falls apart because it, it doesn't, it, it's nice up front, but it doesn't always work out. People go through all kinds of turbulent times where they really need help. They end up in the hospital. They end up unable to do things for themselves, unable to pay their bills, facing all kinds of struggles and needs and limitations. And 
other people sometimes show up. They say, hey, can I do something to help? But they respond, no, no, I'm fine. I don't need any help. There's probably someone else who needs help more. The truth is they could probably really use the help, but they know the rule of reciprocity that says, hey, if they do a favor for you, you have to do a favor for them. And they know that they can't afford the help. They, they're operating under this rule of reciprocity and they say, I don't have any resources to pay anyone back for anything. I can't do any favors for anyone. And so they just refuse all of the help. And so you put this all together and it could be pretty easy for all of us to go about our own individual lives. We do our own thing. We engage in our own projects, we earn our own way, we struggle alone, but then we come together on Sundays, if we happen to have the time, and we sing some songs and we read some scripture, and it's possible we could do that week in and week out without really being a sharing community, even though Neetart's Friends Church, what are, what are our three core values? Welcoming, yearning, sharing, that word sharing. It's possible we could miss that. Be easy to do it. Compare this picture, the way our world is, with the message of the New Testament, which tells us that your gifts are given to you for the sake of others. 1 Peter 4, verse 10. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Your gifts are given to you for the sake of others. In the book of Acts, one of the very first witnesses of the early church was this life of sharing possessions. Have you ever thought about sharing possessions as part of your Christian witness, like a, a key part of your Christian witness? Acts chapter 2 tells us all the believers were together. They had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Acts chapter 4 says, No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything that they had. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them. So your gifts are given to you for the sake of others. Scripture tells us that we all have something to offer to one another, to others. Now, to one degree or another, we are all tied up by these thoughts and by these feelings of, yeah, I know that, but I, I, I really just shouldn't make the phone call. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to call and ask for help. I'm not going to bother them. I can just take care of this on my own. I'll go to the store and I'll buy one. Uh, I, or I won't get it because I don't have the money. I just won't do it. Like those other people, they have their own responsibilities. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. And this resource directory that we're creating is a tangible way of releasing one another from all of those thoughts that run through our mind. All of those messages that say, if you call me, that means you're irresponsible or weak or incapable or needy. Just go get your own thing. It releases one another from that. This resource directory is a tangible way of releasing one another from the rule of reciprocity that says, well, if I help you, 
now you owe me one. We're saying, nope, we're not playing that game with one another here. It's a tangible way that we get to practice our Christian witness, which is we share our possessions and our resources with one another. So here's what we're going to do. In the coming weeks, I want to ask you to walk through your home. And if you come to our gathering, everyone that's at our gathering will receive a worksheet. And you're going to walk through your home with that worksheet and take an inventory of your life. And you're, you're going to look at what are the resources that I have. Time, possessions, skills, abilities, presence, things that I really wish people would call me and ask about and temporarily use and benefit from. We are talking about sharing. We're not talking about giving something away. We're talking about sharing. And so I want to ask you to take this worksheet and walk through your home and be specific. Uh, actually walk through your house, your garage, and write things down like my meat grinder, my garden tiller, my pole saw, my pressure washer, my, my kayak. Uh, I've got some storage space that someone could use. Real love is always specific. So we want to write these things down that would make us say, oh, I'd be happy for someone to ask me about this. You know, when someone says, because people say this, they say, uh, hey, if you need anything, just give me a call. And sometimes that's too general. We don't really know what that means. Uh, it's, it's still like, well, anything? Really? Like, what if I inconvenience them? What if I ask them to borrow that thing that they really didn't want to share? I don't want to put myself in that kind of an awkward situation. And so this is part of why we are creating this very specific list where you are telling people, hey, these are things that it really would give me pleasure for you to call and ask me about this. Now, you might walk through your home and come up with just one or two specific items that you say, these are the things, and that is completely okay. And you might walk through your home and inventory your life, and you might fill up the whole page on the worksheet. And that is completely okay. As long as you are specific and you can say, this would give me pleasure to share this with others. Uh, another additional item, we are only talking about possessions here. We're talking about skills and abilities and resources like time and energy and presence. So you might say, you know, if someone needs a ride somewhere, maybe have them call and check with me. I might be able to give them a ride. Or if someone has a carpentry question, I'd be happy to field their question. I might not have time to do all the work, but I could field the question. Or you might say, uh, if someone just got home from the hospital and could use a few meals, Hit me up. I'm, I'd be happy to pitch in and drop off a few meals. Uh, or maybe it's that storage space that you could provide to someone. What is it that you wish your church family would ask you about and would generate in you a response of, my pleasure? Only write it down if it's something you are ready to offer from a sharing frame of, frame of mind. So 
let's let's eliminate all charging of money. Um, we're not putting on this list things that you are offering people for money. That would be a, a different category. This is resource sharing. Once you start thinking about this, somewhere along the way, it wouldn't surprise me if you start to get nervous. Uh, and, and so let me address that a little bit. So the thinking goes like, oh man, if I write something down, am I committing, am I making a promise that I might not be able to keep? Like, what if I fail someone? What if I have to tell them no? And so let me just reassure you, by writing something down, you are not telling people that it is certain that this item will be available. That is not what you are saying. You are not making any promises. You are simply telling them that you would like for them to call and check if it is available. You are freeing them up from that thing that goes on in their mind where they say, should I call and ask? No, I'm not going to do it. That'd be an inconvenience. I'd feel silly. I'm, I'm not going to call. You're freeing them up from that. And so in a couple weeks, we're going to gather all these worksheets, gather all of your responses, and we're going to turn them into one booklet, not organized by family, but organized by items. And, and then the real fun of sharing resources begins. And you might be surprised what we have to offer to one another. Sharing resources is how the church resists the forces of the world that try to turn everything into a commodity and try to organize everything around consumerism. And so what we're doing here is we're reframing money and resources into generosity and into care for one another. Your gifts are given to you for the sake of others. And so... If you're catching this on podcast, you missed one of our interviews today, and I just want to extend this invite. Come join us for our next worship gathering in person. The next few weeks might be kind of quiet on the podcasting because these events are going to be uh, so high in in-person kinds of activities So I'll try to give you what I can, but a lot of it is just going to be in person. Love you, friends. Thank you for joining us for a Sunday sermon from Neatart's Friends Church. We hope you'll join us soon for one of our in-person worship gatherings. For more information, hop on over to neatartsfriends.org. God's peace be with you, friends.